Perfection. Queen of the night. Queen of forever. It's Black History Month, y'all, and you know what that means. I have a special guest today, and it's none other than... Oh, she's not here. No, look at that. Because I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm blackity black, and I'm black, y'all. What? Who's that, y'all? Who? Who's that, y'all? It's me, Ricky. That's terrible. The next day. She's your... No, sorry. All right, I ain't gonna do it again. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Becoming a Dot 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 podcast. It is Black History Month, and you know what that means. I got my own black history right here in my face. (laughs) In the flesh. flesh, Black history moments. First black lady of Miss Florida. Yay. Miss America. She is your queen, Miss Florida. Okay. Do you understand? This is history. Uh, black history right here. And I'm not even that old. That's no, thing. she is very young. So if you don't know who she is, I don't know where you been, who you is, where you been. But this is Erica Dunlap. She is amazing. She's my friend. And I'm proud to say she's my friend. And I'm fine. I was about to cry. What's wrong with me? No, because I was just thinking about how I met you. I met you through our friend Dale Dees. May he rest in heaven. He's a wonderful man. But I met you through him. And we just had this connection from day one. Like, it's not many people that you meet in real life and you like, oh, she, you know, because it's like, oh, it's Miss America. People expect for me to be. Yeah. Which I am that. But I also, <laughs> I'm all of that. But I also am all of this. And we have a very good yeah. like kindred spirits. Yes. Even sisters in another life. I had to. And we just hit it off all the way. Me and you must never part. Yeah, I keep telling right. me we ain't. You know, it's all right. But um, <laughs> I'm just so blessed and honored to have you in my life. Oh, thanks, Brad. I No, I really am. Because... God, why am I? Ooh, girl, calm down, Ricky. Calm down. I'm just, I'm sorry. No, 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 I'm, I'm not. No, I feel the same way about um, you. So let me take, let me just take okay, the mic for okay, a moment. Okay, yeah, 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 take the mic, girl. So you know, this might make you cry even more. But well, I'm so let me emotional. tell you, oh, it's a full moon tonight. I can't. <laughs> Emotions are high. You know, it's just, it is what it is. Okay. We become lunatics on the full moon, Luna. Luda. Oh my gosh, you really are crying. <laughs> let it out. Let it go. Let it go. I can't hold can't it. hold it back anymore. I don't know. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. No, but you're you are such a great you've been a really great support for me because in the entertainment business and just in a small town, even though Orlando's kind of like a big city-ish, yes, yeah. um, it's like hard to find people who are just like willing to ride with you and do stuff for you and help you and help you along your journey. And you have been like a major 
foundation piece for me. Like I wouldn't have so many videos if it weren't for you. And I wouldn't have so many just fun videos. Like we just did stuff. (laughs) We just done stuff. And we've been in the car together. You have trusted my crazy driving skills. Bless your heart, baby. <laughs> Running up and down to Jacksonville. That was fun. That was fun. We had fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're the best singing partner. <laughs> you're the best karaoke buddy a girl can ask for. So, you're yes. Welcome. Thank you. I, you know, sometimes I don't think we get a chance to really, like, for real, for real, tell people how much they mean to us. Yeah. And you mean a lot to and, me. And I love you to pieces. Yeah. So... I'm giving you some roses. I'm giving you your roses because she's on my show right now. And I'm so happy. And I just, I don't know why I got so emotional. Come on. Yes, yeah, it's so Tell your story, ma'am, just in case the people do not know just in case you don't who know. you are. Well, um, I'm a little black girl from Orlando, Florida, which is really, um, it's funny because a lot of people aren't like from Orlando. Well, there's enough people that are from yeah. here, but I think um, most people don't ever get a chance to like meet someone who's like from a town like this. Okay. And because it's such a transient tourist community, um, I don't think a lot of people even think about the natives. But yeah, I'm from Orlando and I have been really fortunate to do a lot of really cool things. But the main thing that I'm known for, I was Miss Florida in 2003 when I was 21. And then a couple months later, it's they kind of it seems really confusing, but a couple months after winning Miss Florida, I won Miss America. So I was really crowned Miss America in 2003, but it was titled as Miss America 2004. All right, look at Miss Hawaii and Miss Florida. One of you will win a $40,000 scholarship to continue your education. The other will win a $50,000 scholarship, the crown, the title, and the job. Miss America 2004. Ladies, the first runner-up, winner of a $40,000 scholarship is Miss Hawaii, Kinalani Gibson. Just throughout the past 16, 17 years, oh, Lord, that time went by fast. But in the past 17 years, I have had a lot of different, um, worn a lot of different hats and had several different careers. And I've been figuring out who I wanted to be while I grew up. Um, and a lot of people aren't 
courageous enough to say that, but mm-hmm. most people are still trying to figure out what they want to be for a very long time. You know, I have friends that are well into their fifties who are like, you know, I'm trying to, I'm transitioning into my next thing because most people are conditioned to go to school, get a job. Mm-hmm. After you get a job, you work there for 20 years and then maybe you transition into the next thing. And so a lot of people are constantly finding new ways to make money and to make themselves happy and to find their passion and to pursue those things. And so that's what I've been doing the past 17 years. I've been a recording artist. I've been a speaker. And a lot of those things still are happening in my life. So but entertainment. Hold on, hold on. Can, can we talk about the, the singing? Because where were you? Yeah, I was in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, yes. Nashville. Nashville, yeah. Singing. Singing country music. Because, you know, I just figure... Love known black history. <laughs> I figure if I actually could win Miss America, I might as well try country music because there weren't a lot like me that were singing. There, there still aren't. I mean, black women have tried, but for whatever reason, the industry has really not been receptive to it. Mm-hmm. Um, they've let some black men in the industry, but it's just been really difficult for black women to find their footing in country music. So um, I, I've always been a little ahead of my time and I predated myself. I was doing that back before YouTube was really a thing mm-hmm. and way before Instagram was a thing. And so I just I don't know. I, 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 I can't say I peaked too early, but I tried it before people were like just becoming famous off of putting videos out every single day. So, and for me, it wasn't about the fame part. It was more so about this is, I love writing country music. Mm -hmm. I love the songwriting process. And, um, have you ever thought about doing that? Well, as a songwriter, I've, I've been down that road and I think I've just closed that chapter (laughs) and I'm glad that I tried it. I'm glad I did it. Um, wasn't a passion. It wasn't something that fueled me every day after a while. You know, there came a point where it was like, you know what? I'm doing this to prove a point. I'm not really doing this because I need to do it. And I think you you have to have a need, you know, like this burning desire that you got to get this project finished or you got to do this. And I didn't wake up like that every day. More days than than not, I was waking up like this is becoming a drain on me. It's financially, it was a drain. I spent all my Little Miss America money on that, which was good because at least I had it to do, but it was still just so, so emotionally trapping too. So yeah, so I've been through that. Um, I travel quite a bit as a speaker to corporations, to schools, to colleges, to, you know, children's organizations. Um, I do a lot of charitable work um, even now. And so I sit on different board of directors and I help people to figure out how to get connected to different sponsors or donors or um, just community folks that can support whatever the cause is. And I also have um, a public relations company. And so with that, I help people to figure out how to present themselves the way that they want to be presented. So PR is not just your media attention and getting you press releases and getting you on the news or on the radio, but it's also putting, how do you put yourself together so that you can relate to people better? So, yeah. So my, my focus is more on the personal PR, personal branding. Okay. So that's what I do now. And then we're at your beautiful uh, office right here. Yes. Um, I'll put in clips of this <laughs> on my YouTube, of course, because I shot it. Um, but um, this space, actually, we're using it for podcasting right now. Yes. And if you're in Orlando, oh, I can't even talk. <laughs> if you're in the Orlando area, 
you can rent out this space because she has different other spaces. We could have did it in front of the roses wall. Mm -hmm. We have rooms. We have conference room. We have a reception area. There's all sorts of spaces. This is like the seminar room slash multi-purpose, whatever it is that you need to accomplish. We have round tables. People have had like meetings of 30 people in here just to be able to have somewhere attractive to come to that's quiet and um, that's affordable. So I wanted to specifically open this up for my vision was for women who are working from home, trying to have a side hustle, coming home and you might have kids or you might have even animals. Like I have a dog and my dog will not allow me to do anything. So this is like my place to come to to get work done. And a lot of times when you don't have an office to go to or when you're on the road quite a bit or you work remote, it's better to just have somewhere to get your stuff together, to get your mind right and just, you know, put your work on a desk and actually work instead of, um, you know, sitting at home and getting distracted because that's what happens when you work from home. It seems like, oh, you work from home. That's so good. Yeah. 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 You got stuff going on. Been there, done that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So welcome. Yay. (laughs) So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much me in a nutshell, you know. So, so, uh, my thing is, is there anything there, what's your next goal? Is this where you're stopping, chilling for a little bit? Or is there something you're just like, okay, now I got this. I get people in here. What's next for me? So having this was important because I needed space myself. Mm-hmm. Um, being an entrepreneur was not because I was just so brilliant, even though I am. Um, <laughs> it was mainly out of necessity because it wasn't that I couldn't find a job, but because of the type of work that I do with hosting events and with speaking, I had to, sometimes I have to be gone for like three or four days and ain't no job having it. <laughs> you know, so like if I get an opportunity where I'm going to make $5,000, I'm gone. Do you hear me? Yeah, see you. Toodles. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of the issue was that I needed to figure out how to monetize my speaking business and how to make sure that I was able to fend for myself um, in a way that I could consistently, you know, keep up with the demand and also um, just not be tied down to something that wouldn't give me the flexibility to go after those, Mm -hmm. you know, those big chunks. And so, um, yeah, I just. I feel like that spirit has always been within me. My dad was an entrepreneur. He was a very successful roofer, which is a different, completely different industry. But he just has a get up and go. He's 82 and he still gets up and he doesn't get on the roof anymore. But he just gets up every day and he wants to go to work and he wants to do and be and be productive. And so I feel like that's just so deeply rooted within my DNA. I'm going to be the same type of old lady that's just up and doing stuff all the time. So yeah, what's next? Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about construction myself because being in this space and being in this building has made me start wanting to have my own building and then have my own building. Do I want to buy a building or do I want to build one from scratch? I don't really know. I just know that I want to have my own thing Mm -hmm. so I can expand this, but I could also, you know, possibly, um, reignite the roofing business for my family because I feel like that's such a great way for, um, especially for black men, to make a great living. And I say that because I have so many 
young men that I interact with who need work, who need honest work, who need work that's going to pay them well. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's not brain surgery to figure out how to put on a roof. Roofing is like very consistent and everybody knows how to, I mean, it's been the same principles over and over for years, yeah. for, you know, decades. So <clears throat> while the technology is different, and while like some of the application may be slightly different, it's still the same old thing. So I've been really, I've been toying around with the idea of doing that, like getting this business under under my belt and figuring out how to be a business person because that has been tough for me. Um, it, it's just tough to transition into like having employees, and then I went from having employees to not having any, and then I hired two people instead of having five people, and then I transition from that and so now it's just it's just back to me kind of getting back to basics and cutting as many expenses as possible so that I can really focus on what is the next five years like for me so yeah now I just had an ideal in my head that just popped up while you were talking about that because like me we were talking about this earlier I want to get into doing my own business and you know my video work and you know photography and all that and now I just thought about you should have like a entrepreneurship like seminar here like have somebody come in for us mompreneurs Mm -hmm. you know and just anybody else who wants to start a small business and have like a little seminar like hey this is the steps because a lot of people don't know how to get an LLC mm-hmm. how to promote your business marketing like just like little stuff even if it's just like basic stuff just to get you started because a lot of people don't know how to navigate Instagram or right. Facebook or you know any other platform have business cards on you all the time mm-hmm. um or just have like just just marketing period and you know I think that'll be a good class to have here that you know you could talk about your experience or have somebody come in an entertainment lawyer too because I know I remember that when I was in film school like you need to have an entertainment lawyer you know so just a little I just thought about it I was like that would be a good class for you to do here so it's already done (laughs) I was just like "Mm, I'm throwing that out there so if you see it out there mm, I will be there she will be hosting so yeah I just thought about that I was like that would be a really good thing because I've seen a lot of people just throw it together oh I got this and I'm gonna start it but it's not legit and they don't they don't understand why they're not going places and doing things because they don't know what they're doing right you know you have to have um you have to have a plan together before you get into business so i always tell people to don't quit your day job and you might stay on your day job for a year or two Mm -hmm. before your side hustle takes over but it can happen your your side hustle can absolutely become your main um your main hustle if you just you work smarter not harder you know you have to know you have to do your homework on the industry you have to know how to make money in this business you know who's making money in your business who are your competitors who are the top notch people in the business from all over the country don't just limit yourself to your area know who the players are in your area but then also know who's doing what in other places you know I always look to New York for the PR business because they really have it Mm -hmm. like it's just such a mainstay business and um, I'm always looking at different companies there to see what they're doing and try to model my practices after them because they've already done it 
So clearly, if it's working for them, then it needs to be working for me or it could possibly work for me. I just have to find the niche. And so sometimes you just have to really settle into what your niche is going to be and how you're going to be unique and what's your competitive advantage over somebody else. And it could be something really small that you offer different or it could just be your experiences like being a mompreneur. Like there's a bunch of women who probably would only want to work with another single mom, you know? And so um, I think finding your networks and finding people who are going to support what it is that you're trying to do is really important to starting your business. And those are the basics is knowing your, know your homework of what industry you're trying to get into and then exactly what do you need to do to be a success? And before you just run off and just jump off the cliff and start trying to fly, you, you need to, you know, get your wings ready. Mm. You gotta, you gotta get all your feathers in a row. Literally. This is what you always do to me. I don't mean to do it. I'm so tired. Always. That's all right. I love it you. keeps me humble. Yes. With a B in it. Humble. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I just want okay. And put this back in my face. I just want to say thank you so much. Um, let the people know how to get in touch with you. Um, give all your deets so they can look you up and at, come here for a preview of this wonderful space that you have for women, men, whoever. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's for everybody. Okay. But it's it's specifically intended for women okay. because. I just know the challenges of all of my friends who have children who they're trying to work from home, but you know, it's mommy, mommy, mommy. And that's from little all the way up to twenties. Like kids just always want your attention. And so if you have that kind of situation where you're trying to start something new and you just want to get some quiet time and you want to have somewhere to receive your guests or you receive your clients and do it in a professional setting that's inspiring, that's beautiful, that looks like somewhere that you would want to present your business, Mm -hmm. this is what that is for. All right, so how can they? So you can find us at crowncom.com virtual office c-r-o-w-n-c-o-m-m virtual office on instagram and facebook and you can find me at erica dunlap and erica is spelled with a c-k-e-r-i-c-k-a-d-u-n-l-a-p spell it right or get it wrong (laughs) and find the wrong person you don't want to find the wrong person don't get it wrong so yeah (laughs) i'm on all of that i don't really tweet very much but i instagram and facebook pretty regularly yeah so. Oh, and your one-woman show. Ah, I have a show. I have a show. I have a show. <laughs> yeah, so I'm still an entertainer because, you know, it's deep in my heart, deep down. And um, I have a show called Phenomenal Women that is, um, it was titled after Phenomenal Woman, the famous poem from Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. And Phenomenal Women is a celebration, a musical celebration of iconic black women in entertainment. And so I take on... Um, women from the 1920s all the way to the current 20s starting with Josephine Baker and going down each decade with one to two women that I admire their voices I admire their their iconic look or their um, their sound or their style and I bring them into into life with us again and and go all the way through to Beyonce (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> gotta have Queen B because yeah, Queen B, Queen B. Um, now we gonna have outfit changes with this. You know, I am. I'm. I'm. I'm praying about that only because you know this. This is a one hour show, so one hour and thirteen, fourteen, fifteen women. Uh, yeah. So I think we're just gonna be changing wigs and. <laughs> I'm very excited about that because, you know, everybody's hair is so unique. Like, Josephine Baker's hair, it brings you into a whole new frame of mind when you have new hair on anyway, so. Now, you know what I just thought about? (laughs) Um, What's her name Uh, from Blackish? Oh, God. Tracy. Tracy Ross. When she did the BET and she kept changing out right on stage. I can see you do it. That's that's exactly when you said change wish. That that whole image just came in my head. Like started out naked, like she was just oh. naked all the time. No, she had she had glamorous outfits as well, but um, where she was like all covered in feathers and yeah. velvet robes mm. and stuff like that. So I might I might do a little take on that. Mm. We're still praying about that. I'm trying to get my changes down through rehearsal because I've got to have everything's got to be seamless and I've got to be able to switch from one personality to the next while on stage either like blatantly in front of everybody or behind a little a little partition please Uh, so a little partition please okay okay um and that is when (laughs) what is that um so it um this is something that i offer for my black history month presentations and so it's all throughout february but i'm also extending it for the rest of the year because um it's not just for black history it's you know it's a celebration of music and music brings us together so Mm -hmm. i am going to be doing this throughout the rest of this year and um my goal is to be able to bring it to a main stage somewhere and to really like promote it as a show show um but yeah we're just getting some practice with it and making it getting it tight and then ta-da! get it right get it tight get it right get it right get it tight get it right rocking everywhere hey i'm sorry okay black history month okay so they can find out all this information on your instagram and your facebook okay um again thank you thank you you're wonderful i love you okay (laughs) and everybody you know it's black history month learn something about oh my gosh i have something oh no no i have something to go and get real quick so just keep talking oh okay all right all right so it's black history month learn something new learn something about someone that you didn't know about learn a little black history fact and as always be you be wonderful be great be an empowerment and just be wonderful what Wonderful to oh oh oh, 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 yes, yes, oh, yes, she oh, will always have a little gangster oh, under her crown. Okay. okay, I feel so okay for the people in podcast land. Uh, Erica it's just official. brought. Just brought a crown. I am now crown. I am Miss Ricky Edis Life, <laughs> yes. 2020. Yes, 
I always wanted this moment, and I just want to thank Jesus because um, He brought me here. Um, I want to thank you because you're a total inspiration in my life. Um, I want to thank all my supporters out there. Thank my mama. Yes, thank mommy and daddy because I wouldn't be here without you guys. Thanks, guys. Um, well, I I really didn't I didn't I didn't know this was gonna happen. World peace. Oh yes, and world peace. No, for, seriously, that's <laughs> like for real, for real. It's very important, very serious. But um, oh my god. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, because I don't want it to fall and break it. All right, well now I'm a queen, so <laughs> thank you from one queen to another. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, and you know what? Be a queen in your own home. Okay. All right. Somebody. All right. Tell some. Tell somebody. Right. No, I don't know what I'm. <laughs> I was. I don't even know what I was thinking. I was just making up something. She's your queen. To be. <laughs> All right. I'm getting off this thing. Good night. Thank you. Thank you very much. Share some chocolate. We out. Try the mic. guys thank you for listening you've been awesome make sure you go and rate us five stars would be nice so go itunes spotify stitcher wherever you podcast leave a review rate me let me know how i'm doing i really need your feedback because that helps me help you we help each other we see each other okay so if you can do that for me become a dot 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 podcast everywhere you listen to podcasts rate us review us i don't know why i'm saying us because it's just me but please do that it's back history man come on help us sister out all right bye yeah